saying that you talked a lot about um, like discipline and being in the right mindset of disciplining. Um, in Proverbs where it says, uh, if you spare the rod, then you spoil the child. You know, we're in the age of like not hitting your kids. And I think speaking as someone here, we probably all got hit and you know, that was part of our, uh, our discipline and that's how we learned and it was therapeutic. In a sense, uh, like, you know, when we hear these things of like, you know, of never hit your child and never like, you know, hit them, um, it kind of leads us to kind of have like question, well, was that the right way? Is that the wrong way? Even if you're doing it in the right mindset, is that something that we should implement? In the book of Proverbs, all the church fathers and the commentators they explained the word rod here doesn't mean corporeal punishment uh, to, to, to hit them, but it means discipline. So the idea here, if you spare discipline, then actually you are, you are hurting them. But if you discipline them, don't be too worried if you discipline them. The idea not to hit them, but the idea, if you hit him, he will not die. So if you discipline them, nothing will happen. Relax. It's the opposite. He will develop his personality. He will be a better person. So the word right here, you need to take it as a discipline, not, not literally. A quick comment and a question. One of the explanations about that verse is don't spare the rod in the, in the Old Testament. Shepherd would use the rod to guard the herd. So just to keep them in line, so it, it, it fits with what you're saying. It keeps them in line rather than him. You don't discipline a sheep by hitting them. You just keep them in line. Uh, the question I have uh, is, uh, how do you differentiate between willful defiance versus a person who's just not disciplined yet? Like how? When, when as, a, as, a, as a father or as a servant, can you tell that this person is willfully defying just the authority? Willful defiance versus a person who's just not disciplined yet. Sorry. Usually people who are willfully defiant, there is a spirit of rebellion in them. And this spirit of rebellion grew with them from their childhood. So they decided actually to rebel against every authority, even the authority of God. And they will be destructive. And when you talk to them, his mannerism will be completely antagonistic. But if he's not disciplined, I think it's better and easy. It's easier actually to give him some advice or he will be more receptive because he just doesn't know. He's not trained in this. Is this fair to say that with this sort of gentle parenting that we're trying to implement, that it's going to take longer for us to see the results and more sit-downs and more discussions? Because I feel like when we're using more rigid discipline, they learn faster and we get our way done faster. So does this require like does this require a lot more patience and a lot more time, like more years, that we're going to see results? 
If I understood you correctly, you are saying this is a longer process, but it's fruitful at the end. Uh, hmm? Longer and also in the fruits. But being firm is not contradicting with being loving. I can be firm and loving. It is a problem when I am firm and controlling, but there is no love. So this actually will be destructive to, to the children. And sometimes when I, 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 I give immediate punishment without understanding what is the situation, it can create a, a sense that my parents are not fair to me. I don't deserve this. And make the person fall in self-pity. So I know it's longer and with parents now working, they don't have the patience or the time to stay with their children and talk with them and you know discuss the way that I, I mentioned. But actually, it will bring better fruit if we take time to discuss and we mentor our, our uh, children in the right way. But to be quick in discipline or giving them punishment, maybe we'll have a quick result from outside on the surface. But from within, there will be some sort of damage, self-pity. My parents don't love me. They are unfair to me. All this bitterness from within that actually can uh, can hurt their personal development. But in the real world, they're not as understanding. In high school, college, and all these like in work, they're not as understanding as we are at home. How do you prepare children to be strong and resilient? I think Satan is talking about there's still discipline, there's still firmness, but it's executed with stages, no, with stages. There's still firmness, right? But the, the firmness and the discipline has love, yeah. right? It, but love doesn't negate firmness, doesn't include rigidity, doesn't negate punishments or consequences. And I think when our children grow in healthy atmosphere, in homes and in the church also, and they are from within, they are strong, they are satisfied with love and with understanding, with acceptance, then actually when they go outside in the real world that there is no love in it, they can actually cope better because they are not fragile, they are strong. So it's like when the Lord Jesus Christ said, he hears my words as if he built his house on the rock. So when the rain drops, when the wind hits, when the flood comes, you know, this house will not fall down. In the same way, the house can be myself, my children. So when our children will be like house, built on the rock, and in healthy atmosphere, in, in the home and in the church, so they will be strong, will be like Mount Zion, as we read in the psalm, those who trust in the Lord are Mount Zion, cannot be shaken, even if they are hit with the real world, they will not be broken. Another point 
زي ما ابونا كان بيقول love doesn't mean lack of firmness or lack of control doesn't mean this مش كده انا قلت if your son start to speak you improperly send him to his room tell him no I'm not going to accept this way of talking to me go calm down and our talk should be based on respect and here don't let your, your son uh, minimize your authority even if he's a teenager that's why he said love and respect should be two important elements in dealing with each other whether it's a church whether between friends whether between family members love and respect is very important when I am I'm firm I'm asking my children asking them to respect me this doesn't mean I am I am not loving and the same way when I'm loving doesn't mean that the children can cross boundaries with me no there are boundaries of respect they should they should follow and I should not allow them to cross these boundaries I think they have to learn responsibility and I give them responsibility based on their age and what they can do. And for example, if I drink my whatever, I should wash my, 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 my glass. Don't, don't, it's not right. Cleaning my room, but that depends on my age. Cleaning my room, uh, fixing my bed, keep my desk clean and organized, even folding my clothes. These things you should teach the, your children from their childhood. It will not take time from them, but to teach them responsibility teach them responsibility. And this is very important. We, we see uh, yani, some adults who get married and they are not responsible. I want Why? Because in his house, while he was a child, he did not learn how to be responsible. So we need to teach them. And then chores. It depends on their age and their development and their maturity, but we need to assign them responsibility. Sometimes parents, out of love, you no, no, Not right. Not right. You need to teach them how to be responsible. My question is about freedom versus discipline, and specifically, to what extent we should keep putting rules to the kids, especially we're trying to keep them in a good discipline for sure, but at the same time not too structured to the extent they can do their judgment when they grow up and be leaders, then followers. Part of being a leader, and then myself, should respect the rules. Even the rules that I am against it. And from childhood, I need to, part of being responsible, and then I need to follow the rule 
Because this is the rule, whether I'm convinced or not, this is the rule. I'm not speaking about something theological or dogmatic. But in even our churches, there is nizam. Maybe some people from the congregation do not like it. That's fine. You don't, for example, they don't like it. But this is the rule. Why you don't respect it? And then, when I am not respecting this rule, I'm sending messages to my children and to others. If you don't like something, don't respect it. But is this a leadership? No, that's not leadership. The difference between a leader and a controller. A leader, actually everybody respect him and follow his rules out of love. But he himself respect the authority above him with love and is submissive to them. But if I want everyone to submit to me and me myself, I don't follow the rules, I'm a controller. Because I want to control those who are under my authority in the same way I want to control those above my authority. Being a responsible person, you need to teach your, your children and part of the responsibility is to obey rules, is to listen to the rules. And this will create a leader, not a follower. Glory be to God forever and ever.